It's time for the Orlando Lions Den podcast with your hosts, JJ, Eddie, Cleon, and Alex Brown. Hello and welcome to another edition of Orlando Lions Den podcast. It's your boy, Alex Brown. I'm back at it. We sit up in bed here now that we're done our doing our pre-pod pod that we just sat on here for but uh uh we're back at it the the uh the four four amigos here uh i got uh all the guys we're here eddie jj and cleon jj's making it jj how you feeling man it's been it's been a little while been a little while been good uh we got a victory and a tie and uh that's it. It's been good. <laughs> and I got a kiss <laughs> from El Profe. How's your life? Oh, yeah. JJ, oh, yeah, JJ, right. JJ, JJ, you got to tell that story, man. The, the kiss. I'll tell it. So yeah. the kiss was like this. The game uh, that we played. Who was it? I, I Atlanta. Was it? Atlanta. Atlanta. Atlanta United. And uh, El Profe, Fabian. Uh, so after Nani had scored that goal. And... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, uh, I'm over here. <laughs> tell them later. Oh tell later. Right now. JJ's I'll tell them later. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. JJ is, uh, he's so dedicated. He's at the drive through right there. <laughs> JJ. <laughs> try, to, try to supersize that. Get that. JJ got a uh, a kiss on the hand, I believe. No, no, on the head. After Nani on scored. The head. Yeah, Fabio Bazan came over, grabbed his head, and gave him a, <laughs> give him a kiss right in the forehead after Nani scored. He was so pumped. Yeah, I mean, look at that. Look at that mug, though, right? Those baby blues. That's a kissable head right there. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Eddie, how you doing, man? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm 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 here Um, uh, yesterday. You know, we'll get into it, but I, I'm glad, you know, the the you know, the, the four horsemen are back original. Yeah, I was sad to uh to not be there. And then I was like screaming and then Tesha was offside and it's always so sad to me because like I have to watch it here and then you guys are literally in the stadium. So I know it's offside before they even tell me that they're going to VAR. So I'm just like, well, this you know, sucks. You, so. you know something about that offsides? I have, you know, you know where I sit. I literally don't think it was offsides. I don't. That's just because there was right. a player. There was a player. And how did Tesho? I mean, he was behind the player, and the ball hit a player. So how is it offsides? Yeah, it didn't even hit Tesho first, it but it was the- an unintentional play of the ball by the keeper. So that's why it's technically offside is the rule. So yeah. Oh well, Cleon, how you doing, my man? Oh, <sighs> you know me, bro. Depressed. You know that's you what know I me. know you I today. You know I don't like it. You know I don't like it. Cleon's been mired in numbers today so you know i don't like cleon is not feeling good my friends and we'll get into that a little bit later but first we'll get to our sponsors get them out of the way Uh, of course we got accurate mortgage group hit up leo you all know the deal by now mortgages loans uh house buying if you need help give them a call or hit them up on twitter uh, at amg lenders and that's it for me right eddie yeah that's it we got field turf usa Yeah, proud, uh, proud to have them on board. They have uh, to do the pitch for the, the two teams at the top of the supporter shield right now, and um, hope we, we we catch up to to one of them. And um, 
we'll be seeing them in Atlanta here. We're glad to have them on board. And we also have JJ. Two good landscaping for all JJ's your landscaping needs. Two good landscaping. Two good landscaping for 407-690-9992. I told you all that was the number. I got it right. You did. You did. You, cut, you just got the number off. Yeah, you got the number off, Rob, but you, you got it right. And then last, you're going to be cheesy, but JJ does this. I'm going to do it too. Eddie Cruz, Liberty Mutual. Hit me up Eddie, at Eddie Cruz LM yeah, on Twitter. Right. Now you could sell the people that, like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, Eddie's made a transition, but still doing the same thing. But now he's uh, he's uh, taking guys golfing. And I learned that Eddie shoots a 91 in golf. You guys want to know a fun fact? Anybody that listens to me, Eddie can shoot. He said 87 to 91. If anybody listens and plays golf, you know that is impressive. Yes, not for the tips, but I play old man golf. I just, I 200 yards, you know, I just dink it down the middle. That's all I do. 200 yards. I, I can't even hit the ball that far. No, I hit like, I drive like 220. Then I, I just hit woods and then I just chip and I just bogey. I pretty much just bogey. I play like a seven year old man. Golf. And say you bogey everything. You shoot 80. I mean, 90. That's yeah. it. Right. <laughs> I would have lost the paycheck on that one. Well, let's get into the game review of uh, of Miami uh, or Fort Lauderdale. They won one, mm. maybe two one. Tesho uh, somehow is six yards in front of the guy, tries to get behind them, maybe offside by a hair. The angle is kind of weird uh, to me. Not clear and obvious. But, no, not at all. No, but, no, but he's got what, those. Do schemes. I think he was offsides because I know it was Tesho? Yes, I do. Oh he's got Tesho, Tesho's got those. Tesho. Yeah, Tesho has those like like goofy shoes, like goofy feet. You know, like the Disney characters. They just got these big feet. You know, the in their costumes, he just looks like that way. The guy gets offside calls on 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 goal kicks. Okay, so <laughs> listen, it's, yeah. it was not surprising to me. But as a neutral fan, I would have said clear and obvious. Nah, I don't think so. Yeah, but does Orlando have a quota for all sides by a forward? And then now that Dom Dwyer's gone, is Tesho fielding that quota? Because we don't, we don't have to do that. Like, we need to stop with that. Yeah, well, 1-1, one, one, it ended up being, took all the, the uh, excitement out of the stadium. Not that I could hear it or anything, listening to Inter Miami's uh, broadcast with the drowned out noise, couldn't even hear the referee's whistle, didn't even know when a foul occurred at all throughout the entire match. I mean, horrible. Um, feel sorry for those people to have to listen to that guy's analogies, Roy Hudson, for 90 <laughs> minutes straight. It's really cool yeah. for like a highlight, but goodness gracious, yeah. They, to hear I don't someone hear how slippery everything is all night, you know, 90 yeah. minutes. So, and to hear something as glorious and marvelous when when Lewis Morgan squares a ball to Gonzalo Higuain and then it, you know, then he passes it backwards to Gregor, <laughs> you know, to call that marvelous, you know, yeah. that's just ridiculous. Well, anyways, ended in a draw. Um, Mason, once again, gets just beat by a a goal that would have been tough to tough to stop. So, uh, hard hard start for him against two rivals, but four points out of two matches with him in goal. So, I guess things definitely could have been worse without El Pupo back there. Uh, what do y'all feeling? I want to start with Cleon. Because I know uh, we can get rid of the dead air first because he is going to be dead right now. He is sad. Uh, how are you feeling about that Miami loss or tie? Felt like a loss. And that goal that they called back on. Our, on yeah, I can't. So. I can't really. I really can't really complain about the lineup. Um, about the lineup we, we put out. I guess the best available we had. Um 
I just feel I I don't know, man. I just feel like I feel like that game should have been put away. I don't understand what's going on. Like we're we're struggling to score goals lately. Um, it, it's really been a struggle, man. Like uh, uh, we're we're just not we're not getting goals. We we don't seem we don't we don't seem mo we just don't seem as motivated, man. We really don't. Um, Nani 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 seemed he seemed fine. He seemed like the same old Nani. Um. Just he didn't score this game, <laughs> um, but you know he's still doing his own thing. He's you know what Nani does. Um, he seemed fine. Mauricio, he seemed he he was still he, he was better than he he was early in the season still. So that's three games in a row for me. So I'm not gonna complain about him too much. Um, I, I don't know what's missing, man. I'm, I mean, I guess we are fine. It's a, is it Antonio Carlos, man? Because it seems like when we don't have him, it's like I don't I don't know what's up. It's like the team. It's like that dude's like. Like he holds everything together back there, man. Well, him and him and Pedro. Yeah. Him and Pedro. When when we're missing one, one of those guys, like it's a mass, it seems like it's a massive difference as far as um just or even just organization back there. You know what I mean? Because we had some we had some miscues back there, man. That that you know, we, we could have been a lot worse than even getting the one point. That could have been an L very easily. Um uh the the ref, the rest was trash. The ref was trash this game. I didn't like that guy. I didn't. He didn't cost us the game, but I just, I don't know. I don't like the way he was calling that game that whole time. Uh, they were fouling us every, the whole first half. They were literally chopping us down every single time he got the ball. He he was calling the fouls, but like, I mean, how many chops do you get before you get a yellow card, bro? How many? And it was just over and over and over. Um, So we really just couldn't get into it. He, they came in. They 100% came in looking for looking for a zero zero draw. If you ask me, like that was uh, that was straight up Jose Mourinho, park the bus, park all, bring all the buses, short bus, little bus, big bus, all of them, double decker double bus. Decker. They had them all. <laughs> they had them all. So like that whole that whole first half, it, it was you, you couldn't unlock that, bro. They were just like jammed in there like sardines. And um, once once Antonio went out, it's I don't know, man. We we just we just don't we don't look the same. We really don't. We just don't look the same once once him. We don't look the same once Pedro's not there. But then once you also lose Carlos, it it seems like everything just really falls 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 apart. I'd go as far as and, saying, oh 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 and 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 we really need Sebas back, bro. I saw him in the boots. I don't know if I was, he's coming back or not, but we really need that guy back, bro. That's exactly what I was going to say. I'd go as far as saying it'd be that those three, that whole spine right there, yeah, the vertebrae yeah. yes. of our entire team is Pedro, Carlos, and Sebas. You're missing two of those three. It ain't promising. You're missing all three of them. It gets pretty disjointed in there. Uh, it honestly looks like a team that is just trying to make it uh, through the next minute. You know, these guys are like just trying to glue it together. It feels like when all three of those guys are off the pitch. They're trying to figure something out, but you could tell that they are a lot of the guys are just, you know, Mauricio was having, he had a couple one or two passes that he literally just thought somebody was supposed to be there. He's playing off memory, not there. You know, you could just see it's disjointed. A couple of those turnovers have led to some uh, big time opportunities lately for the opponents for sure. Eddie, uh, how are you feeling? Were you at the game, Eddie? I uh, sure was, yeah. After oh, Tesho, after they they called it back, my my wife, you know, she's not as big into sports as, as I am. She was like, "Wow, that's 
that's no fun. Everybody would celebrate it. And then I was off for nothing. I was like, yeah, that's one way to put it. You know, thanks yeah. for making it worse. You Welcome know? to the VAR, the world of VAR. Yeah, 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 exactly. Did you tell and her no, like three years ago we, that wasn't a worry and now it's, that's it, our everyday life. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, like we're clean on sad, you know, is right. I think what, what Carlos, uh, what Carlos brings is like an intensity. I think, you know, he, 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 and, and Mendes is just, is just everywhere. He's so effective. And one thing that that's underwritten uh, under kind of spoken about with uh, underrated between um, the, the impact that those two have is first of all, how instrumental they are in being in the right place and also offensively, right? Carlos is, is, much better in the ball than Rodrigo. Rodrigo can defend fine, but the, the bigger gap is is uh, in on on the ball. Carlos, you know, he he he's a threat sometimes to get to get more to get balls over direct over over the top, and that that actually does help. Um, Mendes also, I think, um, compared to like to Perea and then Urso, I think he's the more effective a passer. He presents himself in. In a, in a fashion, in a more quick fashion, I think, where I think Perea is is learning that. But sometimes I feel like Urso and Perea are almost flat-footed. They're like, "Hey, get your present yourself, make yourself an option. Let's get going, right?" And it's really it's really slow in transition at times with those two. And um, so yeah, and Mendes can, can really break up counterattacks. Where like you're talking about Alex, sometimes it feels like we're hanging on because even in Atlanta, yeah, we beat them, but there were some scary moments where it's like they're running at us and there's so much space and they they their spell where we don't look like the better team and almost every match when those guys aren't there and Mendes could, could just break up counters and just turn things on its head real quick with a quick pass a direct pass so we do really miss, miss those guys and, and Gallese allows a little more freedom too for the defenders because they feel they feel safer that they have him there they he communicates with them well and they they're able to take a little more risk so and um with this with not having a striker it's another part we talk about the spine from the top is the striker right not having a striker in there and having Nani and Benji and Mueller kind of playing as a nine at different times, mostly Nani. There's some of those passes that Mauricio gave away where was the expectation that someone was going to be in the front, was going to be behind them, right? And someone wasn't because we weren't getting on the ball without Mendes and it's taking the, you know, getting the ball back or, or controlling the middle. Cause when you, when Mendes was there, he would, he would be first or second or third in touches during a match. Uh, Nani and Mauricio tend to drop back in order to get to the ball. Right. And then now we have nothing up top. So if we lose, that means when we lose the ball, we're further back and closer to our goal and we don't have any, we don't have as much going forward. So it takes more time to build up. So some of those mistakes were, were just not having a center forward as a center forward. And um, there's some pros of Nani doing this and it's, it's worked out to some degree, but we are missing like when DK, DK comes back, you know, looks like, I mean, we didn't sell him today is in the transfer window it, once he gets healthy then um that'll be a welcome a welcome thing as well so you know i, I thought um against atlanta look we, we haven't been scoring atlanta we scored three but before that we've been scoring one goal so he's right and atlanta we scored all three goals off of headers we're getting set pieces down better we got to score a goal, a goal off a corner and a short corner in the last two matches but uh we um, are not putting away our, our our chances in the run of play Vanderwater had a good chance. I mean, he's, it seems like he's another lefty who's one footed, you know, um, he had a good chance. Uh, Nani with the header, that wasn't a terrible chance. And, and Benji's had his chance. He, he had a case of the, the Dwyer's uh, against Atlanta. So we, we have, uh, for those of you who don't know what that means, it's called the yips or just breaking chance after chance. Um, so we, we need to get like more clinical. And I think there's like, you know, maybe tiredness or a little bit of lack of sharpness lately. 
and we need to we need to turn that around. And guys like Mendez and Carlos and Pedro will hold us a little bit more accountable. Those guys don't like to lose, and and you know we got to get them back as soon as possible. But yeah, yeah, I kind of wish Vanderwater had made the start, but uh, I guess talk that's a different story. That man could make some passes, right? That left foot. I just don't understand why he's. I know we love Chris, but man, that guy just provides a different level of, of he's just got it you know what i'm saying yeah that that uh, that 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 like switch that he did to benji right he hit like the like a like a rope right from from he's on the right all the way to the left and bend it around there uh, that yeah. was incredible and mueller mueller since this hip stuff you know you know i don't know man he hasn't really he hasn't been really impactful since, and i since love the- i love Perea. i love the bear two of my favorite players on the team not sure I love them on the pitch at the same time together. They're they're very similar in what they want to do. I feel like they kind of get a little lost there in that. Um, it's kind of like you know with the old saying that you got two left feet. Basically, it's we have this two of the same players. We were talking about using that double pivot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you want to have you know people that complement each other in those positions. Sebas acts more of that defensive holding, you know, attacking, getting the ball back, presser. Uh, you know, Prey has tried to do that, and they they oftentimes switch. But I would like to I'd like to see Sebas on the field the whole time. Yeah, for sure. Perez and Urso are, are both not guys who take a little bit to get going. You know, they're Perez more like a strider, but he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't have a quick first step. Mendes is like short area quickness and physical. Yep. Perea and Urso when they bought to get the ball in the midfield, we're, it's like we're chasing people down. Yep. Mendes keeps people in front of him, in my opinion. And we do also have uh, another 25 days to sell Daryl DK. Oh, that's and right. Sorry. Chris Mueller. So, yeah, it's only the transfer window closes to bring in today. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, we'll probably still be recording by the time that comes in. But, uh, <laughs> JJ, uh, tell me uh, how you're feeling uh, at the match. Uh, I feel, you know, something. I, I agree to some what you guys are saying, but I disagree to some. I actually think Orlando City played well. We had a lot of opportunities. We just couldn't capitalize. Um, Nani's header, if he would have hit it to the left instead, right to the goalkeeper, um, that would have been a goal. Uh, Vanderwater shot. Uh, that shot was, I mean, a perfect. He just winked it off his foot. Uh, I think we outplayed uh, Fort Lauderdale big time. Uh, I think we I did. And then the only thing that I noticed was after the goal with Tesho, what happened was after that goal, and then it basically said that it was offsides. I felt like the air out of a balloon all fell. I mean, Miami was just pressuring us, pressuring us. We didn't know what to do. And then you bring in Udi. That just made it even worse. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with him. But he's not he, – he's losing the ball. He's passing it to – I don't know who he's passing it to half of the time because he's passing it to the other team. I just felt like after that offside goal, we just fell apart. I mean, the, the puzzle, the it's like a Jenga. The whole thing just collapsed. And, and we luckily did, – Miami didn't score another goal. So, uh, I'll be honest, I think we played well until that goal – that was uh, varred by, you know, the VAR, by the referee that was offsides. And, you know, but honestly, we had the opportunity. We, I think we played well. Um, Rodrigo came in, of course, you know, at halftime. 
after Antonio Carlos's, I don't know if it was his jaw or whatever it was. It looked like he broke his jaw, but he was opening it pretty okay. Um, but I, I, I didn't, I didn't see anything. I mean, honestly, in the first half, what did Mason do? Except get the balls that we kicked to him, and he kicked it right back to one of our defenders. There was no. I mean, we played great. I think we had opportunities. We just didn't capitalize on them. And then in the second half, you know, that lucky ball that came in and they scored a goal off a header that even Pedro wouldn't couldn't have saved that, you know, that was upper 90 perfectly headed into the goal. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not bashing Orlando. I think they played well against Atlanta, you know, the same thing. Uh, You know, we found a way to win and that's what teams do. So I'm happy. I just, I just, I just feel like in that, uh, in that uh, uh, second half, I just feel like you know at the end of that goal, it's just we fell apart. Good point, JJ. Because we were we had the Vanderwater chance, Nani danced in the box and had a, a good chance from a tough angle. We were we were really pushing it there. It looks like we were going to come away with it, you know. After the Tesla goal, it kind of deflated. And then then we couldn't get out of our half with Yuri having trouble. And we couldn't get the ball out of, out of our half. And I really think Miami definitely became more dangerous when they took out, you know, the human Choripan there, Gonzalo Higuain, just out there. And, uh, you know, chest hair coming out through that that pajama shirt that they wear. Um, <laughs> and uh, once they took him out, Perzaro had a little pep in his step. And uh, – and Carranza, they were a little bit more more threatening, and they were kind of stretching the defense uh, out for for a bit. So it did get pretty pretty hairy. But we we did have some good interchanges and some some good moments. And then the Tesla goal, I, I think you're right. At that point, it's almost like we were just hanging on for a draw, but we had them on the ropes. Yep. That uh, that Nani uh, missed opportunity late in the match. Uh, I know that was like a eight yard dink pass from Mauricio, but go watch that on film. If you haven't uh, on the highlights, if you can, because that is the, the sexiest. no, no, the uh, on the Nani, he had a tight angle. He hit oh, yeah, it with yeah. his, I think his left foot going in right of the keeper. Yeah, and yeah. that little, I mean, Mauricio put the perfect amount of backspin on it. Just sat in. It was maybe one of the top five passes Mauricio's had. Ever and and I knew I just was like, oh, this is goal because there's no way that you have that good of a pass, and it doesn't poetically turn into a goal. And then Nani missed it. Nah, yeah, Nani should have hit that across. The, I mean, it was a tough angle, but that's what I, I think knew that it was it was doomed. Man, well, Mauricio's pass to Nani for the header. I mean, he barely turned and saw him and just laid it like a dime. And just then the insane. through and then the through ball to Juan too. I mean, he was like 30 yards away, right? That's like a quarterback just throwing a deep bomb when the guy just passed the line of scrimmage, you know? That was absurd. And then I think who, who does some of those chances too, who ran the last match against Atlanta was aggressive, was making good passes, it was shooting. And this one, he went back to hesitant a little late. Who ran, you know? Disappointing. Yeah, Should've well, let's, guys. we got some studs and duds. We'll do that. I'll go first. Uh, as far as uh, my studs, well, my dud, as much as I want to pick Tesho for just being offside like a bonehead on a free goal, goodness gracious. He had literally to do one job there. And I'm going to pick Uri because I can't stand him. Or As long as he oh plays, God. as long as that guy plays a single second in a match, he will always be my dud from now on until he proves me differently. That dude comes in, and <laughs> honestly, it looks like he is intentionally throwing the match. 
I mean, negative 40 goal differential is not enough to prove to anybody when we're on, when he's on the pitch, especially since we've been pretty good the last couple of years. I mean, you have got to be kidding me. The guy, he gets on the pitch. He loses 50% of the balls that he retrieves. It's got to be. He just passes to thin air now. I've never seen him do this before. And now he just literally it looks like he's playing for the other team. I don't know what's up with this passing, bro. Like, I yeah, yeah. Used to be a, you could at least count for the short passing. But now yeah, bro, like, he looks like a goalkeeper playing the field. Yeah, the MLS is back. Remember last year? It looks like Joe Bendix distribution, you know? Like last year, I was like, okay, he's got a good range and he's helping with possession. And remember they showed us tear down LAFC, right? With bam, bam, all this beautiful <laughs> movement. And Yuri was instrumental in that. And then right now he's out there, you know, I mean, he, he Kyle Smith should be happy because that backs pass to, you know, we like threw ball to my into Miami. It was the worst pass I saw. I'll imagine then Yuri was like, you know what? Hold my beer. And just did like oh, three of them. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you're so man, both. Alex, you're really saying that when you see the, the, the scores, whatever sign, and it says 20 on it, you're like, dud, dud, dud. I mean, <laughs> until he proves anything to me different, he, that's an absolute dud for me. What do you and, do in that circumstance? Or Urso has a yellow. Who do you bring in? The, you bring in Desart at the time, or you just said Urso? Yeah, go? definitely. I bring in Desart. Wow. Yeah. So you, I, I you think, Yuri's, Yuri's I think, below. Desart I think I just, depth I think I just tell Urso in in whatever language you need to. Hey, don't pick up a yellow. Yeah. I. Yeah. Well, I mean, even if he does, you're playing with ten men either way. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> so, that's but, my theory. All right. At least at least one option doesn't pass the ball to the other team. <laughs> So, uh, anyways, my stud is going to be Mauricio for the match. Yeah. Uh, guys, the key to our offense, that's the only thing Roy Hudson got correct all match, uh, is that he was just uh, uh, raving about Mauricio. Oh, he said, Magisterial you know, I know, Mauricio? Yeah, I know they have Nani's basically saying, but that's not even the guy to watch. It's the number 10, the whole match he was talking about it. So, only thing he got right. But, uh, yeah, Mauricio showed out, and we got a draw. That was the most frustrating part. When your number 10 plays like that, you need to get a dub, Yeah, I think. But that uh, that's my stud for sure. He had almost – per- I mean, what else could he have done more? Yeah. Well, did, did that both games, or are we just doing just doing Miami studs? or? Like uh, I, I'll do Atlanta stud. Uh, let me see. <clears throat> oh, Nani for Ad- Atlanta for the mm. stud there for sure. Yeah. And then my dud is uh, is uh, uh, the whole the Joseph Martinez. I hate that guy. The guy showed up at, at minute one, and then uh, he got subbed out when the team was tied two two on the road in a derby rivalry match, heated. Joseph's already tormented us and scored a goal, and they, they subbed him out. Oh God, what a dud move by whoever's running that organization. Yes. Horrible. Oh. Rob Valentino looking out for us. Thank you, boss. Thanks, buddy. I you appreciate are so legend. <laughs> well, I, uh, I'll go next. I was studs. Um, I got Mauricio too for the um, the Miami match. I thought he, I thought he played really well. I thought that he created enough. I don't know what his key passes were, but I mean, he sh- he created enough where there should have been at least three goals. Um, I think, and then the Atlanta match was definitely Nani Nani with the with the assists and and uh, that goal at the end that was fantastic. And a special shout out to Vanderwater. He came in there and changed the match. He got a goal and assist against Atlanta. And that was clutch coming in a derby game like that. And uh, 
um, you know, coming off the bench and impacting it that way. I mean, that was, that was fantastic. And that's the way to endear yourself with, with the fans for sure. And a shout out to, to Mason for his story, cancer, real or legit homegrown, you know, beating cancer in his first match is a, is a dub against Atlanta at home. First time we beat Atlanta in front of like fans, fans, you know, with Joseph at home. And, uh, Mason was, a, was a part of that. The, the duds it's Yuri. Yuri's been, um, Yuri was better against Atlanta. He wasn't terrible, but I don't think he was very good yesterday. Oh, yeah, Atlanta. I don't think I don't think Atlanta. He was that bad. No, he was moving the ball. He was moving the ball. He did all right. Uh, he was passing better. He had um he had some 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 moments. I know that the the plus minus didn't work out in his favor, but I don't think I think what he, in Miami he was he was he was worse and um and and if you look at the Miami match, I mean Atlanta when we took out Uri, we kind of went offensive. What I would have done, it was just I would have brought in Alvarado and, you know, just kind of just gone for the win and not put in another defensive midfielder over Yuri. You know, no desert, because at that point you're playing for a draw. I mean, that guy, that guy, if he gets the ball in, his, in our half, he, he's scared and passes it sideways or backwards. So I would have brought in Alvarado and just gone for that dub. That's what I would have done. The only time Yuri's back is not facing our goal is when he's in our own 18-yard box because he's defending. That's it. Other than that, he's always looking the other way. I mean, I just don't even know the last time he even looked towards the attacking portion of the field with the ball. We're getting, we're taking Yuri out. JJ, me? I don't care. I gave him a couple weeks. I mean, yeah, this is right. this I'm is gonna pent go up. With I gave him a couple weeks. This is pent up, my guy. I've been here. Yeah. I've been watching this from home. I'm. Have, he's just. I, it's so hard. It's yeah, so hard to watch him play right now, and and I feel bad because I've seen him play really really good under this system and and now it's just it's like so hard it's like watching roy kent on his final days you know <laughs> feels like an old man but jj studs and duds man <laughs> i i have one dud and one dud both both for both games uh i'm gonna go with the dud it's unanimous it's udi russell for both games horrible um I just feel like when he came out, you know, in that Atlanta game, ball moved a little bit better. Um, and then it, when we brought him into that Inter-Miami game, I just felt like we were going to lose, to be honest with you. And then my stud is my new favorite player for Orlando City. Love the guy. I call him the Iron Man, even though he's an accountant. Kyle Smith, man, scoring his first goal against Atlanta. And then if it wasn't for his head again, we would have lost the game against Inter Miami. He took that, I don't know what the heck, Rodrigo did a backflip or whatever, and the guy chipped over Mason. And here comes the Iron Man, the, my favorite player now, Kyle Smith. Got to give it to him. Don't you Dude. have his jersey? Did you get a signed jersey? Uh, oh, or, shoot. Or I, Yuri. I, or, or No, I have Kyle Smith's jersey. There you go. I, I never got it. You could get you could get millions for that now, man. He's a legend. I never even went to go get it. <laughs> you gotta go pick it up. Yeah. Well, you know, Kyle, hey, yeah, shout out. Yeah, Mason, when he came out of goal, like when he came off his line yesterday, did not work out. That header, it was a clear free header. Miami blocked their own header early in the match. And then Kyle came out and you know, he cleared it out with he had his hard hat on and hit made sure that was clear. So good Kyle job, Smith, Kyle. man. You guys and, and this is the Iron Man. There's an Iron Man. He's the Iron Man. He plays left back, right back. You whatever you need, he's there. They, Kyle Smith, hats to you, man. Uh, I I used to make fun of you. Hard, hard hats but, to you. I mean, let me tell you something. You are my MVP now, man. 
you're one of my favorite Orlando City players. Yeah. And you're a legend. All right. <laughs> not for me yet. Cleon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I like him, but I'm not, you know. Nah, yeah. I mean he's, right. he's, uh, he's stud, playing his mind off. Stud, mm-hmm. yeah, stud, so. I'm gonna go with uh Atlanta. Stud, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Nani. Uh, I'm gonna go Nani with that one. Actually, no, no, no. I'm gonna give that to Vanderwater on that one. That dude changed that game. Uh, Dud for it for for Atlanta. I'm going with Mister Negative, Mister Negative plus minus himself. <laughs> plus plus one when he's off. We were negative two when he came on. So, uh, Yuri Russo, number twenty. I'm sorry, employee number twenty. This one's for you. Clear was live tweeting the plus I minus. I, I forgot. I no the- longer. I forgot. I no longer call him by his name. And is I only go by his number because I'm trying to be nice this year. So yeah, my my dud will be number twenty. Um, yeah, Clem was live tweeting the plus minus when Yuri left. And then we scored and then we scored again. <laughs> magic, bro. So magic. here's some. I want to point out some things that I've just heard. JJ Kyle Smith scores first goal. Automatic legend. Yeah, Leon. I'm gonna. I want. I'm trying to be nice this year, so I'm not gonna call people by their names. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. I'm not gonna. Uh, when I'm being negative towards him, I'm not gonna call him by their name. Okay. Okay. So yeah, he's, he's number twenty. He's gonna be number twenty from here on out. How is that like? How, like how, you're not even. You don't even want to say the guy's name, and that that's a trying positive. to be nice to people. Cleon's yeah, yeah, this like Cleon's trying to extend is not adding up people on Twitter, and this is the equivalent on a podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to bring. I'm trying to bring positive vibes to my team. So mm-hmm. as long as number twenty is on my team, I'm not gonna directly address him. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, for Miami, I'm going to go, um, I'm going to go with Antonio Carlos for Miami. That dude's a warrior, man. That dude's a, that dude's a warrior. I love that guy. That dude's a warrior. He's a you, you think, you think that dude's been, you think that dude's been there for a friggin' 15 years for the way he acts. Like he acts, he acts like he's been there forever, man. Like he, like he came up through the system or something, but that dude, that dude's bleeding, bleeding purple. Um, Thanks. yeah, Ho- hopefully, hopefully, uh, hopefully, hopefully that, uh, I'm pretty sure he has to be in concussion protocol after that. Cause he was out before he even hit the ground, man. So that was scary. Um, Hey that man. So yeah, that, that's, that's, that dude's a warrior. That dude's a warrior. He's getting, he's getting this, he getting, he's getting it for this game. Uh, dud, dud for this Miami game. Number 20. I- I'm contemplating. <laughs> 20 is not in there. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, he was uh, more done in Miami than the Atlanta game. I know. I <laughs> no, yeah. he was not. No, he yeah, was he not. Was. He no, was. no. He was. He was. He was regular. He was number twenty. Was regular trash this game. <laughs> but at least he wasn't a negative. He wasn't a positive either. But at least he wasn't a negative. <sighs> at least he wasn't a negative this time. At least we didn't go down the goal. He, mind you, he tried his best. To make us go yeah. down the goal. That's that's the, that's Alex. Well, yeah. He definitely. He definitely yeah, Alex is like this. Alex is like, what's that smell? That smells match fixie. Number twenty gets yeah, on that, there. Yeah, something, something's off, bro. Something's yeah, off. this guy this, Yuri off. said, "Oh, the worst team playing one of the best teams." Let me see the odds here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Oh, uh, shoot, Dud. I don't know who else to give it to. I was like, so I guess I do have to give it to number twenty. My bad. So back to back, back to back for you, number twenty. That's what I'm saying. Like, who else do you like? like I, I don't know who else to give it to. So. Yeah, I mean, so, the only one I, I, you could, I mean, Mueller. Mueller hasn't been that great. 
you know, but it didn't say dud. He's been like awful, but he has been kind of absent. But I mean, Yuri's been, you know, it's got to be Yuri. I still cannot believe he's going to Scott. Well, whatever. But oh well, studs and duds done. Okay. That was, uh, man, poor Yuri. We just tore him apart, and I wish I could tear him apart even more. But let's um, let's let's recap. Let's recap real quick. Okay, if we if he comes out, if it, if he gets just called upon, he's on the, the line starting lineup or subbed in automatic dud. We're gonna lose. Suspected of 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 match fixing, by Alex, and oh, then yeah. Cleon, Cleon, uh, uh, your, your, JJ dismissed him entirely. And JJ's you know never liked him in the first place when we bought him from Sporting, <laughs> and uh, and uh, he tried to tell us. And then Cleon refuses to you know he, he treating him like Voldemort. He just he you can't say his name because evil Check will befall out. you. <laughs> if if the starting lineup comes out. Because I'm sure we're still pretty big favorites against Cincinnati, uh, just because Vegas doesn't know much about MLS. But uh, if the starting lineup comes out and Dory is in there, I'm putting a hundred on Cincinnati to win it all. I'm sure to win that game because that seems what like. What if he starts? Uh, yeah, if he starts, because Vegas doesn't. I know something that Vegas doesn't for sure. They do not know <laughs> that Dory is that bad. So I'm putting it all on on Cincy because wow. at least I can maybe feel good as i lather myself in four hundred dollars or so uh once it's all said and done but goodness gracious i hope oh please i know we're gonna do the air quote rotation Mm. i'm sure better not bro on saturday i'd rather eat i rather i I swear i swear if we go into this game and we're like oh cincinnati sucks so we're gonna make our team suck too and, and put in some trash lineup i'm gonna be so upset I'd rather eat Skyline Chili every day for the rest of my of the of the year than to see Yuri in the starting eleven again. That's how that's how serious I am about that. I agree. All right. Well, we just transitioned <laughs> well into uh, speaking of dropping points against crappy opponents. Cleon has been uh, Cleon Downer all day. Uh, he's been feeding us all these stats and numbers about how essentially uh, we have gotten three. Is that right? Three out of a possible 18 points, I believe, um, against the likes of Miami, Toronto, Chicago, Atlanta, and Red Bull. Didn't we beat Toronto once? Yeah. Well, back. Didn't, oh, didn't yeah. we it beat Miami? Yeah, that's not, that's not for the season. That's not for the whole season. Uh, over, over the season, we played, we played the entire season. We played uh, 11 games against those teams. And we've taken 17 points out of a possible 33 against those teams. Now, those teams suck. Uh, this is what you need to understand. Uh, Atlanta, their points per game versus anybody not Orlando City is 0.93. FCC, their points, mind you, we haven't dropped any points to them yet. Uh, we're, we, we, got, we got the dub the first time we played them. If we drop any points here, I'm going to be upset. Um, FCC, they're one point a game versus anybody not Orlando City this year. Toronto, another trash club. I don't care what y'all say. Trash. I don't care who's on the roster. They're trash. Uh, they played 14 games against non-Orlando City teams. They've taken 13 points. 0.93. I, I don't know if y'all catch, catching, catching, the, uh, catch, catching the pattern here. Enter Miami. 13 games. 12 points against anybody that's not Orlando City. 0.93. Trash New York Red Bulls, who nobody wants to agree with me. They're trash, even though they beat no one ever, unless it's Orlando City. Against uh, the Red Bulls. They're the only team to beat Nashville. 
to 14 fair. games, 14 games they played against the rest of the league, 13 points, 0.93. They're just as trash as Miami. They're just as trash as Toronto. They're just as trash as Atlanta. Chicago, who we went and gave three points to, still upsets me to this day. 0.69 points against the rest of the league. 16 games, 11 points. We cannot be dropping points to these teams. It's ridiculous. Some points, sure, you're going to drop some points. You're going to drop some. But you need to be at, – at, even, if, even if you're going to keep pace with league minimum, with league average, you should have took at least 23. At least 23 out of those 33. Now, we're supposed to be a top-two team. We should really should be taking – we shouldn't have dropped more than six points, six, seven tops to those teams, um, to those teams over the season. That, that's crazy. They're, they're averaging they're, – they've played 87 games. They took 78 points against the rest of the league, bro, 0.9 points a game. And we're dropping all these points to these teams. It's ridiculous. We should, we should, be, we should be up at – we should be right there for the Supporters Shield right now. And, you, and another thing is, is when we see that New England's dropping points, man – and they had their game finished before ours. We never capitalized. We should have capitalized on these, you know. Yeah, the game was at 7 o'clock, the New England game, and they had tied, and there was an hour still left in our game. To, I mean, I got somebody in the Orlando City organization has to be telling Bobby, hey, New England just tied. That's two yeah. points. We can get up on them. Let's so go put out an and let's win. Instead of Yuri, go for it. Yeah. You know? Something. It's just uh, we're losing points. What you're saying, Cleon, but we're also losing. You know, when we have an opportunity to get closer to New England, we 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 don't even care about that either. Yeah, we we seen us win, and then they win, and you're like, yeah, I didn't make any ground. You know, we didn't lose any ground. But this is you're right. This is a chance to pick up two on them. And Cleon, what what would if we would have gotten the league average twenty two points? Where would we be right now? Like, what would the table look like? 23. Twenty three. We we should have took at least 30, 23 points. Um. So we would be way ahead in the supporter shield. No, if, if we did, if we did at least as league average, uh, we, we would be like maybe one point, maybe one point below or either tied or like one point below uh, uh, New England for, for the supporter shield. Um, if we did what we're really supposed to do, East, yeah. we should be well ahead. Well ahead. But I mean, you- I mean, just the two, the two main culprits, I can't even complain that much about, about, drop in because over the course of the games like the miami toronto uh and the and the atlanta i can't even complain that that much about those three but the ones that grind and i've been these two are the ones that's been grinding my gears ever since they happened that read those back-to-back red bulls and chicago wins uh we played three games against them and we've taken no points bro none no points those two teams combined for 30. They played 30 games this season. Took 24 points between the both of them. 0.8 points a game. And we've took, taken zero points out of nine. How many times did we play the Red Bulls so far this year? Twice. Two, and twice. lost them both. Only okay. in a way. And then and Chicago. In Chicago, we them. played once, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm more mad at the home ones. Though. Like so, Atlanta, so my question I mean, is, Miami at home, you, you got you to gotta take three if you're at home. You yeah, but at, least, so but at least with those – at least with and, and at Rebels. least with the Miami, we we at least with Miami at the end of the day, we won one and we drew one. Yeah, we never lost to them. So so you could be cases. like so at the at the same time, you pretty much did your job uh with, with that one. 
you pretty much did your job with that. It's just weird that we, you know, we won the way and we tied the home. If we won the home and tied the away, we would probably think nothing of it. So that's why, like, the, the Red Bulls and the Chicago one, more than any of them, are driving so me insane. She- They've been driving me insane ever since they happened. That Chicago game, that was OCB. I mean OCC team. That New uh, yeah. Red Bulls game was OCC team. The one at home was that an OCC one, yeah, team also? No, was there, that, was, that, was, that was so far back. I don't remember. Yeah, the the, the one on the road was the you know terrible lineup, terrible tactics. You know the whole bit. The the, the last one was we were just you know kind of shorthanded and Chicago was was one the one where he 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 took all the stars but didn't put them into like the 80th minute remember okay, and by yeah. then they, that was the one where just, he sat they just that was scored. The one where he sat Nani uh Mauricio Mueller Mueller and Sebas and and brought them all in like like the 75th or 80th minute yeah and then right then they scored their like second that. and then the last one we, at that point we we're chasing after, the game and he brought them yeah. in after they after they put us down yeah we were chasing the game at that point and then they, they got the third goal yeah no the, those are the, the, I mean, that's a good point and now and like look we had to rotate we had some injuries and stuff like that but you know that's part of the that's part of the, the match the, the good the good sides if you're going to win something you got to overcome it so and like you said Jay, uh cleon it doesn't mean we had to take all those points but if we would have just done average we'd be in a good spot you know yeah. so so average average accounts for some rotation some injuries right but we we did below average. I think you got to be better than average against teams like that. You and, can't you uh, can't take you can't take zero from nine from those two teams. And they're averaging guys, zero. They're averaging zero point eight points a game, bro. That's nuts. Something something a little bit nerve wracking that I just calculated here. Those teams that Cleon's mentioned here: Cincinnati, Atlanta, Toronto, New York, uh, the Red Bulls. Um, Ten out of our last eleven matches on the season are all against teams that are better than those teams. Oh right yeah, now. so we're oh, yeah. we're getting all the easy games in the beginning, and we're yeah. blowing them. Our schedule is heavily heavily backloaded. Uh, you're talking. We still got to play Philadelphia again. Uh, we got to play Montreal three times. We got to play Columbus twice. We have to play Nashville three more times. Nashville, a team that has quietly only lost one match. To the in Red 17 Bulls. matches this season. Uh, we still got to play them three more times. So I said Columbus twice, did I? New England twice, we got to play still. Uh, so, you know, it doesn't... We, we, and don't forget the West. We got to play some teams out West, too. No, we're done with the West now. I think. We are? Yep. Yeah, yep. that's what happened. They did promoted <laughs> it with the, the West on the front end of the, oh. the season. So, yeah, now, we have now Atlanta, we're... Atlanta uh, Miami, and Chicago one time each. We got Montreal three times, Nashville three times, Columbus twice, New England twice, uh, and Cincinnati twice, and that's it. Those are the last seventeen games of the season. We got to beat Atlanta when we go there, and we got to be we got to take six from Cincinnati at the minimum. You know? Yeah. Now you're talking about since you've dropped, we've dropped so many points, um, and I know the Shield. Like I keep saying, you know, that's probably the worst, the not the worst one, but it's probably. I mean, I'd rather maybe win the the league's cup or whatever, but maybe, I mean, they're right there. I, I, depending on what, how I feel in the morning, but they're <laughs> definitely way down below the MLS cup. The one that gets you this, the, the star over the badge, but the shield is definitely, we should be there is the most frustrating part. We should be in the lead and be set up for this uh, run with, you know, maybe a daunting schedule coming up saying, Oh, we got some points padded. We, we, we can afford to, 
do resting and, and, you know, rotation, but now it's not really like that. And if we want to compete for it, we got to go at it or we just got to basically throw it in and hope for seeding and that we get hot at the right time. Now, you guys, are you guys worried? I mean, this is running form where you guys think we turn it around. I mean, I, 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 the shield to me hasn't been like that realistic of a thing. I don't really care that much. I haven't been expecting it. So, but you know, I feel like we play up to our competition at times. So I, I, as much as those numbers suck and everything, I don't know if that means we're going to suck against better teams. You know, I as think weird as that sounds. My measuring stick will be these Nashville matches. I'm excited for these Nashville matches. Um, and I think hope that, that at that point, we're after those matches, we're either going to start getting worried or we're going to say, oh, well, we're clearly one of the top two or three teams in the East, and we'll have a, at least one home playoff match, which allows us to build on that momentum. But um, at one seed, super important, man, in the seven, seven team playoffs that you got going on. So it would be surely nice to have it. And uh, we still play New England twice. So we're talking about. Yeah, y'all got to stop giving up on this. Bro, we're in second. Like yeah, yeah, I know everyone's we're talking. Second, we're in second. You're the one that got us down, buddy. With your yeah, mouth, you no, are the one. Y'all talking about, about forget about the shield? Like no, don't forget about uh, the shield. I've been. If I, I wasn't didn't... worried about the shield, I wouldn't care about dropping some little points. I'd be, oh, we're in second. I'm make the playoffs. My... I don't look my my I am more worried about getting hot at the right time. Alex has talked about this, getting hot at the end and then then the shield. And you guys are always like watching New England's games and stuff. I don't watch it. It's just nothing I could do about it. We just we got to do our job. And I, I'm not I'm not I'm not table watching like that. We just got to get the playoffs, get a home game and get hot at the right time. Well, That's what I'm be more focused on. And be healthy. And be That's healthy. Yep. Key too. And no stupid red cards. Jeez. Yes, exactly. They better be table watching. Look here, man. We have zero cups. We have zero. We have zero trophies. Zero. Yeah. So uh, to to sit there and punt everything else and only worry about the MLS Cup. No, you need to worry about no, every not- cup. That's that's available to you. I want to win them all. I'm just saying that. Look, I know you want to. You want to be super positive in that we're going to oh, win every we, game. We, but we have but, a cup. We have the Invitational Cup. I'm not expecting to win every game. I'm not expecting to win every game. I'm expecting to win. I'm expecting to win every game. You're playing against trash teams. I hear you, but I'm just anyone. I'm just saying. I don't know. I didn't think we were like you know the shield is ours to lose. I feel like some people are you know were a little bit more optimistic to me. I'm like, hey, this is an A team. Some people are like A plus plus. That's all I'm saying. We're in, we're we're like, we're in second place. I think the revs are better behind, than us. behind the guys Agreed. that are right there, and we haven't even played the revs yet. Yeah, I think the so, revs are better so than us. One, and once barring the revs, their mistakes, we're, if the revs come in games. and the revs beat us both times, then whatever. At that yeah. point, you're probably out of you're probably out of range. But yeah. when you when you're right behind them and then you haven't even played each other yet, I ain't giving up nothing. You I'm take not, six yeah. points from the revs and then you average the same amount of points the rest of the season as they do, you win the shield. That's yeah, that's not so. to me when you play the revs and you play Nashville and stuff, then then it's really like you know, it's just like the, the race really starts. You know, but this you is have when to, it really Yeah, but you have to make sure you're handling oh, your yeah. business when you're not playing them and you're and you're playing Red Bulls and Chicago and Miami and Toronto and FCC, you have to make sure you're handling your business there. Because oh, I agree. If we're dropping points here, then it don't even matter. If we I know, but that's revs. that's still I know, but that, that's that, to me that's it. The revs might do the same. That's how MLS works. You 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 lose some random games at times. In my opinion, look, what I'm trying to get at is if the revs do what they're supposed to do, they're in in the barring anything crazy, they're the better side. So is Seattle and the Shield is was going to be tough to get. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. Game in hand. 
eight points back, you win that game in hand. You're five points back. You win the two games against them. You're all the way up. You're at the shield. That's it. So one point ahead. I mean, I know they're eight points back, but it's not too far. But to make it again, they're going to have to lose to somebody that they probably shouldn't lose to in that middle. Like Nashville's one loss again is against the Rebels, you know. So they that was they weren't supposed to lose that either. So that that happens in MLS. So it's going to happen to the Revs at some point, and hopefully we, we catch you know it happens soon. And we, Revs are going to have a little downslide. Yeah, they got Carlos Carlos Eels out for three weeks. They're going to downslide. But you're right. Look, I'm not saying we shouldn't have beat these teams. I'm, I'm no one's disagreeing with that at all. I'm just saying that that uh that if it takes us out of the Shield thing, it, uh, I wasn't expecting us to. Win in the shield as much as some of you guys i think That's yeah yeah no i'm the same way i'm i'm uh, me and cleon i know cleon wants every once every opportunity every trophy but which makes sense he's not i don't wrong. remember That's uh, how you should who think. won the shield last year uh philly, philly. or something yeah philly, yeah how about three there's years some ago? yeah with the covid season stuff like the dodgers no one yeah unless they look it up it was portland or columbus one of the two and they've been there or toronto i think it was yeah one of those but yeah like it's like the dodgers world series you know it's a COVID year it doesn't really count <laughs> all right well let's talk about the wolves because we're already uh, at an hour but uh already <laughs> yep yeah for 52 wow. minutes so uh we'll talk briefly about uh the transition of ownership we've already i'm sure touched on this over numerous uh shows but uh, the Wilfs have officially become owners of the uh, Orlando City Soccer Club, the Orlando Pride, everything in between those two. Uh, and uh, now we got billions. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Breaking news, breaking news. Transfer? Orlando City has just signed somebody. What? The Wolves have signed a player. Kirk Cousins oh, right. is coming to oh, Orlando. No. Kirk uh, Cousins, they uh, they messed up. They thought it was you know. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Oh Alex. God, I hate you. Wow, I'm editing that out. <laughs> I'm editing that out. Uh, well, uh, well, they're, they're, I opened my phone to check you, man. Me too. Yeah, they're officially. They're officially. I was like, we still got an hour left. Uh, but uh, so officially, uh, <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Hey, look, with yeah, yeah with Kirk. Kirk Cousins will fit in Florida with someone who's recent. Man, let's, let's so just leave it there. I was like, leave it like yes? that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, well, the Wolves are, 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 are owners of Orlando City. We got billions in the pocket, but doesn't look like any moves are going to be made this transfer window. We got 62 minutes for it to be done. But oh well. Uh, what do you guys think? What, what would you rather spend the money? Are you guys looking to go the uh, Atlanta United way? Maybe do some investments type type moves where. You know, do you think these billionaires are buying these teams and not only can they invest in a team, but they can invest in players as well? Uh, that's kind of a new aspect to things. Um, or do you think they're going to maybe go the Luis Nani route? Maybe more experienced players on free transfers that want bigger contracts, uh, throwing them, you know, those contracts that they're looking at, maybe not focusing on the uh, transfer fee, but – Putting that, utilizing that money towards actual contracts. JJ, what do you think? Well, it depends. If you have a scouting, uh, a great scout, you know, and like us, I mean, we got a good scout in Ricardo. But, I mean, if you have a, a, a scouting program and your team knows how to scout young talent and go into Argentina or go into, you know, Peru, Brazil, Venezuela, whatever, and able to get a 16, 17, 18-year-old kid, 15 million, and then sell them in about four or five years for, you know, 30 million, yeah, it would be great. Now, 
I just don't think if you have a non that's good, a good scouting team, and you're going to go pay $15 million for an 18-year-old kid from Boca Juniors that hasn't even developed, I think that's kind of messed up. I'd rather go on the route and get a 25, 26-year-old kid, guy, man, whatever, that's already developed in Europe or something, and there's plenty of them out there. There's plenty of players that are 25, 26 that we can get for even cheaper than 15 million. Uh, so, I mean, if you're looking to win, win now, get somebody that's developed, pay the between 10 to 15, go get it, you know, a good, decent player out of Europe and to win. Now, if you're waiting to develop players and hopefully they develop, I mean, look at Coleman, you know, what did we spend on him? And he was a young buck that really didn't work out very well here in Orlando city. So unless you got a great scout team that's able to know who's going to be a good player and is worth the 15 million to pay for Boca juniors river plate or whatever, Cola Cola or whatever, then guess what? Then it's worth it. But if not, I would say go get a 25, 26 established player, you know, and there's plenty of them that you can get for 14, 13 mil that are very good players. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I like uh, all the names that they've been linking us to, uh, you know, and, and I'm more so on the, uh, I, every time I think about the, I, I want to, I, I like younger players. I like the idea of it, but you got to have the right people scouting them. I think you got to have the right mm-hmm. people, you know, that can identify the talent because if you don't, you're really, that's a super, super slippery slope, you know, going to spend 20 million on an 18 year old kid and, he doesn't turn out then you know he, if he sucks in mls that don't look too good and uh the value starts dropping real quick cleon tell me what you think what are you, what are you signing i'm 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 not with i'm not with this like spending all this money on kids it's one thing if we got just because we got the money i don't i feel i don't feel like we need to just go throwing it around stupidly um i mean sit there and think about it who who's coming to the league on some eight figure transfer fee what teenager has come in to the league on some eight-figure transfer fee and 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 torn the league up? So I mean, to me, I haven't seen a single one come in and be and being worth the transfer fee. That, Everyone um, says Amaron, he they, wasn't even 18. Amaron. Yeah. He wasn't 18. Yeah, yeah. He was he was already good in, in Argentina. Yeah, Amaron was like 21, 22, whatever. Um, but even even him, I mean, he wasn't he didn't come even on a massive transfer fee or nothing like that. But when you sit there and you look at dudes, is like I said, coming in eight figure transfer fees. Like the only the only guy I've seen come in, and I don't even think he was eight figure. The only young teenage kid I've seen come in and been worth it was Diego Rossi. And outside of him, who? I can't name a single one. Um, all, all these guys you're talking about ten million dollars and up. I haven't seen a thing, and not even even if you go beyond the kids. Uh, I can't think of a single dude that's coming here just tearing the league up where you pay 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 million dollars for and tear and came in tearing the MLS up. Like, there, there might be one guy that slipped in my head, slipped in my mind, but I, I don't, I mean, who? Who's done it? Every, every guy that these teams are brought in for this massive money, they have not earned it. They, they, they didn't, once they got to the league, they didn't, they didn't produce at that level. Every guy that's coming in toward the league up, it's been who it's been uh, Carlos Vela who came in and he was either free or, or they paid like four or five mil for him, but he was like 28. So, Oh my God. Oh no. Who cares? Like, I, I just want to win games, bro. I don't care about no 
you know, resale, resale fees and things like that. Like, okay, to make the wheels richer. Oh, oh, good for them. I just want to win trophies, man. I want to do is that's going to come in here and tear this league up right now. The guys, think about the think about the ones that came in and changed the league. Joseph Martinez, Carlos Vela, uh, Sebastian Javinko, right? Zlatan for the little bit of time he was here. Nani's come in and and torn things up for for a, a guy that you got in on free. free. All those guys came in free. Nico, every single one expensive. of them. Who? Nico Lodero wasn't that expensive. Either. Yes, and even even him and and the ones that have come in on on decent right. on. On uh, until my like recent times, guys has just come in like mm-hmm. basically in, in in the new MLS. You know what I mean? In in times where uh, MLS, I don't even know what what point we're supposed to be in. MLS two, three, four, five. I don't 3. know. What, I don't even know what we're in anymore. Three point six. But basically, <laughs> from the time where we got in, beyond like 2015 on, mm-hmm. um, the guys that's come in and just torn things up. They've been coming in on they've been coming in like 27, 28 years old, maybe 30. Um, they've been coming in on free transfers, four, five, six million. Even 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 the younger guys like like Joseph, where he came in, he was a little bit, he was what, 24 or something like that. Um, they got in for like five mil. The guy, the guy they wanted to blow like 12 mil on, uh Romero, what was his name? Romero, uh Romero something the guy that the, the guy that last second he he backed out and went to China and he hasn't done crap ever since um it's just I don't know man I I, I don't want I, I would be scared if our guys because we have good scouts but um they haven't they've never had to work with an owner that had a budget you know what I mean so I would I would I I hope they still keep the same type of mentality to where um they're looking for guys that look like they're ready to produce and they where they are they're producing and they would think they would translate coming over instead of just oh this guy this 18 year old who has three goals in 76 matches uh and and he's got some 15 million dollar transfer um evaluation a, a, attached to him like to me i i don't know man that's See, my, my thing, Cleon, hold on. And I agree with you totally, 100%. What I don't understand is, like, we've been rumored with these kids from Argentina, 15 million and all this. Wouldn't the top European teams that have money, like Manchester City, Man United, I mean, top teams in Germany, Spain, Portugal, England, France, wouldn't they jump on these players in a heartbeat? This, and I don't even see them... In mm. Europe, spending that much money on the young talent. Th- that's what know? I want to talk about, JJ. That's what I want to talk. Yeah, you're right about it. And that's what that's my that's my bugaboo. I'm, I'm more on Cleon's side on this. Is that we got this idea that 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 the, the good teams are gonna get the best players. You know, every now and then you'll see like Arsenal got like Martinelli from some team in Brazil, I forgot, real cheap, you know, and he still quite hasn't panned out his potential and all that. But Arsenal's not hasn't been, you know, top whatever club for a little bit now. But you don't see you don't see um, you don't see um, most of these these clubs, Man Cities and Chelsea's and whatever Liverpool's or whatever, going to these places and getting these young guys. They're not do they're getting good players who are impactful now. 
Mm-hmm. They're not. They, they uh, mm-hmm. on an occasion they'll throw in someone in there. But there's this myth. It's like FIFA football man or football manager that the, you you go and everybody finds some 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 diamond in the rough. You figured it out. All these billions of dollars in scouting worldwide. You're the guy who found that one kid from Cologne, you know, in Rosario, Argentina, and found him. You found Messi. Messi. They knew about Messi. Though Messi wasn't a secret. Messi was killing already. Messi was all Barcelona. Ronaldo was killing it already. They, they were looking at them. Jack Green just went to Man City. He signed when he was six years old with Aston Villa. Six years old, okay? It wasn't like a secret order. And yes, there's a Vardy and there's a this and that. But um, but generally speaking, what people, people teams want, right now Chelsea's trying to get Lukaku, not because he's he's his age, because he's awesome. And they want him to, to start right now. And what did they do last year? They spent on Timo Werner, right, to score now. And yes, is this Chelsea, does Robin Romanovich give a crap whether this guy, Timo Werner, he could sell him for $150 million in five years? You think he cares? We got to change the game. We got to change our mentality. Before we had to get value, we had to get players and sell and academy and all that. We didn't actually do any of that, but we had to get some guys because that's the only way we could get money to get exactly. transfers. Exactly. We don't need, to, we shouldn't need to worry about that. We don't know what the Wolves are going to do. So far, their reception has been as cold as JJ's Kirk Cousin transfer uh, joke. Just as bad, <laughs> just as low. But uh, <laughs> they, uh, so they, the reception, like nobody cares until they actually do something. You know, yeah. all we got from them is um, they they pimp out Daryl DK. It's like you know you got a new boss, everyone's sucking up, and they're like, here's our star guy, take a picture with him, and and then they stuck in the DeVos, you know, terrible family in there. Other, but we the assumption is that they're going, they're saying the right things, they're going to spend. So right now we can't be talking about. Um, this roster, there's all these people on contracts that are going to be ending soon. And then talking about getting an 18-year-old who's not going to make an impact right now. Maybe the 18-year-old does, but there isn't a track record of 18-year-olds making an impact yet. The the the, this, the Brenners hasn't hasn't panned out. The the none of the the, um, the Barco, the Pity, the uh, all of these some of these guys are just not working out. Cincinnati has spent a fortune. Miami has spent a fortune. Atlanta has spent a fortune. And the guys that got was Amaran, who was legitimately uh, Europe thing, and that was because of Tata Martino, you know, and the whole new thing. And Joseph, they locked, they lucked into. Other than that, they've done the formula. They have. Hey, three... if this kid, if this eighteen-year-old kid that they're rumored or whatever, that's for yeah. Cologne. Uh, if he's so good, why isn't he jumping directly to Europe? Well, Why aren't is, these European teams not jumping on top well, of them so quick? Depend well because the really good European teams don't actually do that. To be honest, they, it's if you could go Nobody's to like a lower spend one. the fifteen million, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, if you look at it, and I hate to bring this up, like Benfica, Sporting, and Porto are like the farm. They go and get the young talent in South America. They don't spend fifteen million dollars on young talent, no. okay? And then they'll end up selling these to Liverpool's, Manchester's, and all them, and Atletico Madrid. They will not spend fifteen. The most they'll spend is ten million. Well, yeah, that's, that's the. That, well, the clause on Fagundo Farias is ten million. We're supposedly offering eight for eighty percent. So I don't know why. If they're going to do eight for eighty, why don't you just do ten for hundred? I don't know. But any, anyways, the that, that's that's part of the point. And look, and if we have an aging roster, some in some facets. I think it's a little bit more in people's mind that we have an old roster because we have Mendes, we have DK, we have Perea, we have young talent too. It's not like we. It's not like we haven't invested. They bought Mendes. 
They found Perea. They, they, these guys are all sellable on. If they keep under trajectory, we're going to sell them. So why do we why do we need to have a chock full roster of that? FC Dallas does this, and all they do is they catch someone on the way up. They, they get someone. That seems strange, yeah, bro. They, they get someone and they develop them. And before they reach their peak, they sell them and they don't reap anything from it. They reap money and then they do it all over again. But do they win anything in the process? And, and again, I talk about this all this time. Real Madrid teams, these other teams, uh, they had they're not just chock full of young diamonds in a rough. That's a myth. They you got the, the leading scorer in England, Jamie Vardy, whatever, 35 years old. Lewandowski's old. Modric is still killing it. Madrid bought a bunch of young Brazilians. Real Madrid, Rodrigo, Vinicius, they haven't turned out. You know who did? Tony Cruz, who was old and established, mm-hmm. right? And guys like that. PSG is doing the same. So why are we going to take a roster, which is already on the way, potentially going to be a ton of overhaul, and then and then just bank on someone eventually being good three or four years down the road for owners who are already billionaires? I don't get that. Yeah, It's just – it's this is just a, like – this is just a – it's become fetishized in a way. This is how you're supposed to run a club. You think Man City, you think they care about – about what they sell Jack Gillis for, they don't care. They don't care what they sell Jack. Rihan Morris, how much did they pay for him? Where is he at? Are they going to put him in a dumpster now that Grealish is here? You think they care about that? What did they do with Leroy Sané? Did they even make money on him? They don't care. I'd rather be that. I'd rather come in and get 26 to 30-year-olds who could come in and make an impact, some on freeze, give them, pay them fat salaries, and have them come in right away than to hope the 18-year-old, by the time he's 23, 21 years old, it maybe starts contributing in a way we want, and then we sell them for profit to, to guess what? What happens most of the time? To do it all over again. You take that money, like like Atlanta, they sold Amaran, and what did they do? They kept selling it. They kept getting people who were going to do the same thing on Amaran, and none of them have, right? So there's no there's no sure thing on that. I, I and then you lost the, all their money. You lost all this money. They 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 they. I mean, they have fifty a fifty million dollar roster. I was good luck. Was, good luck uh, recouping any of that. Yeah, Atlanta, Miami. When they 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 sub Iguain out six million, they bring in they bring in Carranza seven million. They they their subs their subs are worth more than Atlanta City's transfer history. And it, it it is history. And and then what has it gotten them? So there's no surety there. The, Ricardo comes from the the Munchie school, like from Villarreal, Sevilla. Those kind of guys where you, you get players, you get value, move them on. Of course, he'd want to. I'm sure he'd like to buy a, a good player or Muzi too. But they're going. I still think the philosophy. That's what it is. He had. A philosophy beforehand he they use it with the crew etc in order to to be successful and build a, a good solid team and they've used it here it's that's his philosophy it's not and it fits here it was a good fit but he doesn't think that way they don't think that way it worked that way just because they're in orlando didn't have money that's kind of how they think already does that that, well, that makes sense and, and nashville has perfect cadets mukhtar okay two and, and, two players that came from the benfica that would didn't have a spot and were cheap and free. One yeah. was on loan. You've been saying that for years. You've been naming names of players okay. who 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 are right there who just were getting lost in the mix, right? And then yeah. those are the, those are the like, guys. And those who are, are cheap older. players. One's on loan. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I said there were cheap players, mm-hmm. and look at them. They're distributing in Nashville. They're doing good. Pedro Santos, another one, cheap, very mm-hmm. cheap. 25, 26 year old came from Braga. Good, but good team. That's what I'm saying. Players, there's players in Europe. There's players in South America at 26, 27 that are cheap or even free even, that even can older. come here and, 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 and 
be great players. Yeah. You know, why am I going to pay fifty? Too, I mean, yeah, there's a ton look of Junior Carlos. Carlos. Yeah, look at Carlos. Yes, look at exactly. They, they were yeah. look at that. Look at Yase was with some. You know, the case is like the people are like, let's let's invest in Mason and develop him. Let's forget. That's a good story, but give me when Gadiese goes, give me another Gadiese. You know give what I mean? I don't want to. Exactly. I don't. I don't. I don't want to. I want to win. I don't want to. I don't want to develop at the expense of winning. I don't get that. Like bring in a roster that is good right now. I don't want to, you know, you got to develop too, but that's what we're going to get the reserve team and all that. And look, there's the whole young money, U22 thing. You could finagle that. Atlanta's got that packed. They got to keep buying stuff, but you got to do it right. What I don't want, I don't, I'm not against getting an 18 year old and investing and all that, but it shouldn't be your, your strategy. It should be two pronged. You should, your, your three DPs, your three real DPs need to be impactful. You need to hit on all three of them. Mm -hmm. And then your developmental projects are the U22 young money guys. You know what I mean? That's it. And if you throw some academy, but the problem is we're having people have this idea that your DPs should all, you know, like the, the people you're banking on, you're spending big money are those U22 two guys but you're not you're not spending on impactful players right away what i'm saying is like we need impactful players and then and we have enough money to spend some money on the u22s and then if they get legit great and invest them in impact players that's that's what i'm trying to say we're Amen. right now fagundo farias is not going to do it's very it's not very likely he would do anything for us at this moment He's not going to, he's probably not going to start over Mauricio. It'll be nice to have an understudy. That's a good story and all that. But what does that do for our chances this year? Now you, you got to build for next year. Oh, yeah, I get it. And we're losing these guys. Fine. I'm just saying do both. That's what I'm trying to say. Is, you know, yeah. I get no, amen. I agree with you. Eddie. No. Totally. And, I, and I just want to touch on one thing you said about the Wilfs and how their reception has been cold. And I think, uh, I think the only reason is uh, when athletes negotiate contracts, usually they don't do it in the middle of the season. Uh, I, th I think this whole timing of this has been completely idiotic. Uh, mm -hmm. It's been the war July is typically the most uneasy month uh, in Orlando city. We have four month. wins in the history of July for this. I'm club. telling four you, it's usually the most uneasy month and, and they're going here and we're in second place. All right. And you're changing the ownership. And you're making it all this thing. I mean, and to see I just would have just waited until the end of the year and done it. But that's just me. It's just it, it is. It leaves oh, people Twitch. feeling uneasy. It leaves people feeling not sure. I mean, that's everybody's. If we were last and bottom of the table, if we were into Miami right now, I'd be like, heck yeah, we got new owners. Woo! <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we're in yeah. second place. Everything's going so good. So I think that that goes into it. But uh, anyways, now we are uh, closer in on an hour and a half. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's get in on the uh, quick on the FC Cincinnati uh, predictions. I'm going to start with my prediction, and I am going to say if Uri Rossell starts, it will be a uh, two one loss. Uh, if Uri starts, maybe three one. Oh uh, but the only reason I say two one is because he'll probably get subbed off when we're when we're down two one and then we just won't score again. Uh, so, but yeah, I'll say that two one. But no, I, I think if, if uh, we start a real lineup, no rotation, we'll obviously get the dub. I hope Oscar is looking at the schedule and sees how important it is to get the dub in this one. Um, but I got a strong feeling that either one of Nani, Mauricio, or both of them ain't even stepping foot on an airplane this week. They better. So, Cleon, what do you think? They better be on that plane. 
Sixty-nine dollar round, fl- round flight. Hey, sixty-nine dollar round flight to Cincinnati. Yeah, they, the, hey, the Cincinnati podcast told Eddie. Uh, drive, uh, uh, will buy a flight for these players to get up. There. Yeah, yeah. Cleon got, got I will credit. Dri- I will drive them. Frontier. I will drive them, bro. Yeah, Cleon got taped down to the seat, and they gave him credits because they got the wrong guy. No, I'm going. I'm going, especially coming off this. Uh, dropping points. I'm going. I better see. I better see three to one, bro. Three to one. Three to one. Hold up, Mason. Mason gonna start again. Three to two win. <laughs> three to two. <laughs> three to two win. My bad. Three to two win. Uh, it's gonna be two. And, Cincinnati's gonna have two shots on goal. So and not because two, it has two, anything two, to do with it, Mason. It's probably just two. Th- 30-yard stunners from outside the box. Hey. No yeah, I don't think any of the goals were his fault. It'll be any, all three of them, but to be hey. honest. All right, Eddie. Wait, hey, Cleon's a math guy. Yes, Mason's uh, say percentage is below the Brandon Austin line, which is 25%. 25%. But, yeah, I don't think it's that's you know, there's stats, damn lies, whatever. I don't think that's uh, that relevant. Anyways, I, I told the since I was on the Cincinnati podcast, check him out since he's soccer talk. I said one to nothing because I think we're going to heavily rotate. Nani gets him. He comes in and, and bails us out again like he's been doing all year. Um, but, How many shots on goal are they going to get? Oof. Yeah, they're gonna. Well, yeah, stop. Because unless, because unless you think they're getting zero shots on target, this is gonna be yeah. a goal. Yeah, look, watch out. Look, they haven't been scoring. The the thing that Cincinnati, Cincinnati talk guys were telling me was like they that all they do is they play the same eleven. They don't sub or nothing. These people got to be tired. You know, oh, the, but, like Adrian Heath. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, very much so. And then, uh, but Lucho Costa gave us problems before trigger, trigger warning. And he's playing, he didn't play in the first matchup, et cetera. And they got a little extra, a few extra players in there. Um, so it's not the same since we saw before. And it's still not good, but, you know, on the road with the rotation, hard to feel confident. But I'm going to be change it up. You know what? Just, you're right. We can't, we got to win. We got to look at, Poppy, Poppy looked at the schedule and says, no, we got to get three here. We got to get three. He brings the horses three to one. Three to one. They, they, they have two two shots on goal. Mason say percentage shoots up to from twenty five to fifty percent in this game, and uh, and uh, we we get three goals. And I'm gonna say three to one. And we just try to be positive. I like it, JJ. Uh, well, no Antonio Carlos, so that's one defender out. We got Mason in goal. Um, no Savas. No DK. No DK. Um, Uri probably will start. Emmanuel Mas will, Emmanuel Mas will start. Kyle Smith will play. Rodrigo. Um, and then you have, uh, oh, you might see David Larea starting, and then you oh, might God. see Alvarado starting. Uh, I, I say one one tie, one one tie, one one tie. If, if all those can, players can legit start, see me. that's a loss. A I can legit, yeah, I, I can legit see that if it's something like that's what I saw I on the other see show. The whole Mikey Holiday lineup being bro, right. I will, yep, I will, me th- too. I swear, I will kick my television straight through. Be prepared. At this point, at this point, if they come out and they, they you see Clean the eleven, sick. I need to like, take a screenshot of this. Yeah, if, if they if they do the, the if we see the eleven, and you scroll down and you see Mikey Holiday. And then you see Joey Dazar, and then they just gotta throw it. They just gotta throw a Yuri right there at the just, just all uh, you know. Elmo negative. With the you, fire. you come, you coming in negative two. As soon as you put put them on that starting, uh, starting eleven, you might as well start the game off negative two, bro. 
Oh boy, we're gonna have it's gonna be Tesho. Top front's gonna be Tesho, Vanderwater, <laughs> and um, Benji for a little bit. It's gonna be it's gonna be Perea, Yuri, and Desart. The, the, the Yuri Desart uh, double pivot, and then Kai on the right, Rodrigo Jansen, and and Amas on the left. That's what it's yep, gonna be. There That's you go. There's your lineup. One, oh, Vanderwater one, one. dub. Yeah. Hey, the, Dutch, the Dutch in Cincinnati, that goes together. You could do it. You might get good food over there. Not Skyline Chili. That's garbage. All right. Well, let's go into the <laughs> shout outs. Oh, my gosh. I forgot Everybody, about that. Do you guys have shout outs prepared? Of course oh, I do. Yeah. I we am going some. to, uh, I already did this earlier, but I, I think I'm going to just roll with it. I'm Shout out Rob <laughs> Valentino again for subbing Joseph out. Appreciate you, bub. That's that deserves a second shout out because as soon as Joseph came off, mm-hmm. I knew we were winning the match. I think even Atlanta fans, they were like, we're going to lose. Can't <laughs> believe we just took him off. Joseph, you could tell as he walked off, they were going to lose. Everybody knew they were going to lose. Glorious situation for me. And then uh, one of the rare moments in my everlasting Orlando City fanhood where I would have rather watched the moment on TV because nothing was better than that zoomed in angle on that tear crying face of pouty Joseph Martinez. Uh, struggle face. It's called, a, that's, it's called a struggle face right there. That's that's well, you know what? You know, I think what happened is he realized he lost to Orlando. He, he, he isn't a father and he, he forgot to lock the door and you know, and his dogs <laughs> might not be home. Oh, okay, Eddie, your shout out <laughs> after that. Joseph's dogs for showing loyalty after this terrible care. And shout out to those to those pooches. Um, <laughs> my shout outs to um, that. You know, my shout out is is to anything. Joe, you know what? Oh, yes, I got one. Sorry, forgot. I had it. I, I forgot. I had notes. You guys laughed at me when I made a suggestion to the new head coach of the Tottenham Hotspurs. Nuno Holy Spirit. Yeah, I said, hey, you got to get an account of your roster. And you cannot get a full account of your roster unless you take Brandon Austin with you. (laughs) And lo lo and behold, you know, Nuno Holy Spirit, we were connected, Holy Spirit. You know, thank you. We were connected. And and, uh, he's called Holy Spirit. Love you, Grandma Austin, if you still listen. Love you, Grandma Austin. He's Nuno Spiritus Santo. That's the spirit. Yeah. Okay. Nuno Spirit is not the He's Nuno Holy Saint. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Well, yeah. it, it's Spanish. Holy Spirit. Holy spirit. Oh, okay. It's Nuno Holy, Holy Saint. Then the Holy Saint Nuno. I, you, Santo, uh, he saint. is indeed a saint for 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 doing that for us and, and that allowed. So, yeah. That's that's a special shout out to Nuno, my dude. Oh. Leon, good yeah. shout out. I'm a shout out to um. I'm shout out to 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 the fraudulent king, the fraudulent greatest of all time, the fraudulent um, uh, um, best player in the world. Because how can you ever call yourself the best player in the world when you never step foot outside that league and never step foot into a real league on a real team? Scared to play for the biggest club in the world, Orlando City SC. Leo Messi. Leo Messi, you're, you're, you're I, I, know, I know you finally won a little cup for Argentina. I know you finally won your little cup for Argentina for the first time, and you thought your checklist was done, but no, it's not. No, it's not, because 
you've never won a U.S. Open Cup. You've never won a League's Cup. You never won the Orlando City uh, Invitational. Orlando City Invitational Cup. <laughs> you've never won the MLS All Star Skills Challenge. You've never won the Supporters Shield. You never won the CONCACAF Champions League. So until you sack up and, and come to Florida, and no, I don't mean Miami, where they, where they do all them bath salts. I'm talking about here in Orlando City, in purple, on a real team. Nah. You want to talk about you better than Ronaldo? You never be better than Ronaldo unless, unless you put on this or, or get in a real league and, and challenge yourself. And stop playing I thought with them you were a quarter Portuguese, man. What the heck oh, you want in Argentina here? But look, oh, Ronaldo, Ronaldo has no MLS Cups, none of those hey, things. So R- Ronaldo, hey, Ronaldo's not a free agent yet, but when he is, best oh, believe okay. best believe his pitch is coming too. Hey, look, and look, <laughs> I, I might be a quarter Portuguese too, and according to Google Google uh, Translator, uh, Espiritu Santo Nuno, Holy Spirit, it is indeed Holy Spirit. So Is it? Uh, yes, sir. So according to Google Translator, Holy, holy Saint. Hey, no translate JJ. But, yeah, right. more Portuguese than you. Today. Ronaldo can go to Miami if we get Messi. I'll take Messi, bro. Messi over Ronaldo all day. Oh no, no, my gosh! No, 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 no. no, no all right, so. only, it's three, it's three to only, one on this one. The only one way, on this one. the only way for Messi to show that he is better than Ronaldo is for them to go to rival clubs in the MLS, because that'll show raw talent. And Messi will prevail, I guarantee it. So I'll take yeah, Messi's going to Paris Saint-Germain, going to PSG. Shh. Get that out of here, JJ. <laughs> and, then, and then give us and then give us your shout out. Uh, I'm, shout out. I'm, a, I'm always going with Portuguese and purple. That seems to work out better for us. True. All right. So shout out will go to first shout out goes to uh, our former CEO. I'm very saddened to see you leave. Sorry that you uh you left us and you had to leave us on the way you did. But Alex, we miss you, buddy. You actually loved the Orlando Lions did podcast. You were the only one that went onto our podcast because you didn't go onto anybody else's podcast. <laughs> oh my God. But Alex, thank you. And our next uh, uh, shout out goes to the guy that wears an Armani suit. Uh, and then it's full of gray hairs um, and was sad. That's why he has gray hairs, because his team's really horrible. And that's David Beckham. I don't know what the hell you were doing in Orlando yesterday. Were you trying to see the, the best team in the world play or something? Well, so. you came to the right city in Orlando. Uh, it's 100 degrees outside. Why the heck are you wearing an Armani suit, man? And why the heck is up with your hair? Dude. You're an owner of a club. You're 40 years old, man. You're not no 10-year-old kid dyeing your hair. Is it a is white. it a is it a soccer club or a nightclub? We I, I don't think we figured that out yet. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what. I, oh, don't know. Yeah. We, we just and know his his one. wife his wife dressed him. That's all. And my <laughs> next one is to uh Miami Vice City, Fort Lauderdale Vice City. Guys, you know, when we travel us Orlando fans, we fill up a whole section uh, in your, you know, dump, whatever it is, wastewater, 
a stadium. They're literally it, portables. It, it, are you still uh, you still radioactive there, Cleon? You still got any radioactive from the last still, time you went there? Still. <laughs> okay. Um, you guys only filled up like 10 rows. That was it in that corner. If that. If that. If that. Man, you guys don't travel? And you guys talking all this junk? Hmm. Keep your butts down in Fort Lauderdale, Pompano Beach, and stay down there. Inner, they inner, did, they did, inner they trash traveling. Inner, inner trash CF. Inner trash Miami. Yeah, they should be used to traveling because they travel an hour and fifteen minutes to their stadium every <laughs> every month. So, uh, I was kind of shocked to see that too. But anyways, uh, we got the shout outs in. Uh, any last words from anybody? We are. I, I don't even have my phone. Uh, real quick, let's not forget we got league conference coming up a week league from tonight. Cup. League's cup. Yeah, league cup or whatever conference league cup or whatever, league league cup or whatever. against santos stadium. laguna hey, which is that's I, I, laguna see, in I better see a full i better see a full strength lineup against fc cincinnati and i better see a full strength lineup right for league cup i don't care if you run these boys into the ground it's Dude, trophy time i no, want to see that lineup just so i can go to vegas and watch the final in that new oh, stadium for sure. you know i'm there you know we're gonna be there i'll be there for sure 100 definitely be there oh i what already got it? the money What's the right. final I don't know when the final is, but it's in Vegas, and we got to win two games, and we'll be we're pl- playing in that new Boss Dome in the stadium. Alex is gonna get get it paid for when uh, Orlando loses to FC Cincinnati, and he put he put a hundred on, on Cincinnati. No, you're already Yuri, on Yuri started, it, dude. Yuri got the armband. He's putting two hundred. Just on roll it. one disappointment into probably more disappointment. Who know, who cares? You know what that's I mean? the most Vegas thing right there. Fly out to Vegas just to see Poppy play Mikey Holiday and uh, oh, and Lord. Joey Desart. <laughs> Yuri Desart double <laughs> for the pivot. Final. <laughs> Yuri Desart double pivot with Pareo. Bro, if, if I if I fly out to Vegas and he rolls Yuri Rozelle out there during that starting lineup, I swear I'm gonna just start walking home, bro. Clearly, gonna kidnap him. He's gonna just not even. He's gonna. He's gonna. He's not even gonna let him get in. Oh, y'all made me break my rule. I mean, number twenty. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Old All habits. Right. Old habits. Anyway, let's. We need to get out of here because. Yeah. Let's um, go, vamos Orlando. My, my wife's mad at me because I'm supposed to be watching Love Island with her right now, so I got to go. All right. Well, <laughs> Love Island. See you later, boys. Uh, vamos. All right, vamos. Thanks for listening to the Orlando Lions Den Podcast. Until next time, be sure to check us out on Twitter and Facebook and at OrlandoLionsDen.com.